Establishing a godly pattern in the life of a believer is very important. Arising early before your day begins to seek the Lord and study His Word are spiritual directives. Psalms chapter 57 verses 8 and 9, Awake up, my glory, awake, psaltery and harp. I myself will awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. I will sing unto thee among the nations. Isaiah 26, 9, With my soul have I desired thee in the night. Yea, with my spirit within me will I seek thee early. For when thy judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Proverbs chapter 8, verses 17, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Taking time from your pillow to seek the face of the Lord will be like your morning sacrifice, the first fruits of your day, and surely God will meet you there and order your steps. Throughout the day, the born again are cognizant of the goodness of their God to lift up his name before the sons of men. Our pattern includes bowing our heads in public and private places to sanctify our food and give thanks for what God has provided. Then in the evening, an excellent godly pattern is to present yourself before the Lord before you retire and seek his face in prayer and his word. See it as it is, your evening sacrifice. In a godly pattern, peace and solutions are found. Dear visitor, if you have not yet been born again, this time born of the Spirit, today can be your day of salvation. Today is your opportunity to find peace that passes understanding. Today is your day to have all your sin and shame washed away as though you were never guilty. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis chapter 18, 1 through 8, And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door, and bowed himself toward the ground, and said, My Lord, if now have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree, and I will fetch a morsel of bread, and comfort ye your hearts. After that ye shall pass on, for therefore are ye come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah, and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the earth. And Abraham ran unto the herd, and fetched a calf tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. God said, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 24, But I have said unto you, Ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it, a land that floweth with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, which have separated you from other people. God said, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14, I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And God doeth it that men should fear before him. God said, Proverbs chapter 30, verses 5 and 6, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Man said, 
no animals except humans, for according to pseudoscience, man is an animal, drink milk after infancy. Milk is not good for you and dread the thought that one should consider consuming raw milk. Now the record. God spends much time in the Bible addressing man's dietary needs. The creator of all knows what our bodies require for vital health. As is carnal man's habit, he will reject these truths. God said man said has addressed a host of these dietary issues. Academia still rejects many, but has been dragged kicking and screaming in regard to other dietary issues that it has found impossible to dodge. When God's word is rejected, dire results follow. It's simply the result of doing the wrong thing. The largest proof category on this site is titled, God Said, Man Said the Record, and it demonstrates this reality. God's directive is highlighted, man's rejection is cited, and the consequences are noted. Spend some time perusing these features, and all reasonable doubt on whether or not the God of the Bible is will be eliminated. Surely one of the top five food products promoted by God is milk. Even Israel's promised land was called a land of milk and honey. When the Lord dined with Abraham, prominent parts of the meal were milk and butter. Obviously, God hadn't received the message from his detractors that milk was only good for infants. Neither did Moses, Joshua, Job, Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Joel, or the Apostle Paul. Several features on God Said, Man Said address the issue of milk. A few paragraphs follow from milk, man leads the world astray again. Isn't it amazing that every time God makes a directive, man stakes out a position against it? Milk is very highly endorsed by God. Consequently, man has aggressively opposed it. Man has successfully typecast milk, more directly milk fat, as a health boogeyman. New evidence, which I'll outline later, makes it clear that we've been led astray again. Without milk fat, the body cannot assimilate the milk's calcium. Consequently, those drinking skim milk are not getting the calcium they thought they were. Today, a relatively modern epidemic is the one called osteoporosis, which is brittle bone disease. Are you beginning to see linkage between man's choice of skim milk and this dread disease? Dr. Hulda Clark, a famous naturalist and author, weighed in concerning milk in her 604-page book titled The Cure for All Diseases. She recommends three cups of milk a day with at least 2% butterfat, the doctor said. It takes bile to make calcium absorbable, yet milk with less than 2% butterfat does not trigger the gallbladder to empty its bile at mealtime. Note that fat in milk is necessary if the calcium is to be absorbed into the body's bones. The doctor says even calcium tablets are no substitute for whole milk. Dr. R.C. Sprong with the Department of Nutrition, Quality and Safety at Niso Food Research in the Netherlands said concerning new research, there was some evidence that milk may protect against bacterial infections and it's already known that some kinds of fatty acids can kill bacteria. So we wanted to look at the positive effects of milk fats. WebMD went on to discuss this matter, and the following excerpt is from that article. Her team isolated the critical components, fatty acids and spingolipids, from regular cow's milk and tested them on a few of our most menacing bacterial foes, Campylobacter, Salmonella, E. coli, and Listeria. These are the dreaded food-borne bugs that wreak havoc on the gut. 
They cause most people a few days of miserable diarrhea and vomiting, but they can be deadly for the very young, very old, and those with weakened immune systems. The researchers prepared special petri dishes to mimic the highly acidic environment of the human stomach. Then, to ensure that any findings would reflect the actions of the milk and not just the specially uh, prepared dishes, they did a test run on all the bacteria without the milk. Just about all the bugs survived. Next, they grew bacterial colonies on these special petri dishes and watched what happened when they added the milk components. Although it worked better on some than others, the overall effect was fairly dramatic. The bugs died. Listeria and Campylobacter were most sensitive to the isolated milk products, while E. coli and Salmonella were less sensitive, says Sprong. Because it contains higher concentrations of the key components, full-fat milk may be more productive than skim milk, says Sprong. But the message is not just to drink more high-fat milk. Dr. Greg Miller of the National Dairy Council said, These researchers were looking at the same isolate levels that you get from drinking a glass of whole milk. So he says, given the potential benefits, if you're looking to maintain a low-fat diet, you might want to get the excess from an area other than milk. New research from the Department of Nutrition at the University of Tennessee found that the more milk products, such as yogurt or cheese, people consume, the leaner they are. The research has also found that a regular diet of yogurt, two cups daily, caused blood pressure to drop, end of quote. Is the Bible's heavy endorsement of milk in error? Before pasteurization, there was a medical modality known as the milk cure. In Ron Schmid's book, The Untold Story of Milk, he speaks extensively about Dr. Charles Porter, who in 1905 published the book Milk Diet as a Remedy for Chronic Disease. The following excerpts are from Dr. Schmid's book. In 1905, Charles Sanford Porter, M.D., published Milk Diet as a Remedy for Chronic Disease. The book went through 11 editions, the last published in 1923. At least 18,000 patients have taken the treatment under my direction in the last 37 years, Sanford wrote. A good food is a good remedy, and as disease is only a disturbance of the mechanism of nutrition, it is only natural that the use of milk in ill health should be almost as old as its use as a food in health. Porter reported that most of his practice prior to 1905 was for, was for patients suffering with tuberculosis and that the milk diet was the most successful treatment he knew of for that disease. He reported that the sanitarium of J.E. Crew, M.D., at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota successfully treated tuberculosis by using three to nine quarts daily taken at half-hour intervals of fresh, raw, warm milk and fruit if the patient is constipated. Bed rest was required along with the diet. While I have not prescribed an exclusive milk diet for extended periods of time as Porter did, I have found that asthma, allergies, and hay fever have all responded well for patients using liberal quantities of good raw milk and its products. Porter wrote that a four-week course of the milk diet followed by a reasonable diet often resulted in a complete cure for these problems. I have also found that lactic acid problems, soured milk, clabbered milk, 
kumis, kefir, sour cheese, and yogurt made from fresh raw milk from grass-fed animals are invaluable in the treatment of the sick, including those with various arthritic diseases. All chronic diseases, if not too far advanced, and if the patient has not been poisoned by drugs, may respond well to a diet containing liberal amounts of these foods, as well as raw butter and cream. Even severe forms of heart and kidney disease may be treated successfully, as well as kidney stones and fibroid tumors of the uterus. Diabetics are benefited, and in some instances, the disease is permanently reversed. Sour milk is most effective in diabetics, and this is true also in the treatment of cancer. Cancer patients also improve, through, uh, though neither Porter nor I claim cures with raw milk alone. End of quote. Dr. Crew, one of the founders of the Mayo Foundation, forerunner of the Mayo Clinic, Dr. Porter and others, testified that good raw milk served very well in the treatment of ulcers, blood pressure issues, nervous system problems, cardiovascular and renal conditions, hypertension, fatigue, skin troubles, allergies, ringing in the ears, irritable bowel, margar- or, uh, migraine, uh, rather, and much more. However, when pasteurization was introduced, the milk cure faded away into oblivion. Medical enthusiasm for milk as a therapeutic agent suffered an abrupt end with the use of pasteurization and its killing of milk enzymes. Dr. Schmidt continued, A wet temperature of about 118 degrees Fahrenheit, the temperature at which substances feel too hot to the touch, kills enzymes, including those in food. Dry or oven heat kills enzymes at about 150 degrees Fahrenheit. Thoroughly cooked food contains no enzymes. Pasteurization kills all the enzymes in milk. In fact, the test for successful pasteurization is the complete destruction of the enzyme of phosphatase. End of quote. Finally, from the untold story of milk, Crew wrote that four weeks on nothing but raw milk reversed most chronic disease. On the other hand, no one has ever claimed that pasteurized milk heals anything. The milk cure disappeared from the annals of medicine with the advent of widespread pasteurization. Countless physicians, healers, and other individuals who have studied the matter carefully have testified to the power of enzyme-rich foods as healing agents. We have considerable evidence that the therapeutic value of raw milk lies in its enzyme content. Food enzymes from raw and fermented foods are vital. My personal experience is that without them, there can be no lasting healing and no true health. End of quote. The following research is supplied by the Weston A. Price Foundation, which is a charitable organization that specializes in the promotion of whole food-based nutrition. Under the heading of Lactose Intolerance, In a survey of raw milk drinkers in the state of Michigan, over 80% of those advised by a healthcare professional that they were lactose intolerant were able to consume raw milk without problem. Under the heading of Dangers Exaggerated, although raw milk, like any food, can become contaminated and cause illness, the dangers of raw milk are greatly exaggerated. In an analysis of reports on 70 outbreaks attributed to raw milk, we found many examples of reporting bias, errors, and poor analysis resulting in most outbreaks having either no valid positive milk sample or no valid statistical association. 
since 100% of the reports that the FDA cites fail to generate evidence that pasteurization would have prevented the outbreak, the risk of illness genuinely attributed to the lack of pasteurization may approach zero. Raw milk is clearly no more dangerous than other foods commonly consumed. Yet there are no FDA warnings about the inherent dangers of deli meats. There are no executive orders prohibiting the interstate transport of chicken. No state legislation banning the sales of spinach. No consumer education campaigns to eliminate the attendance of flea markets. And no farmers being fined and jailed for the sale of root vegetables. End of quote. Under the heading of Modern Advantages. Compared to 30 to 50 years ago, dairy farmers today can take advantage of many advancements that contribute to a dramatically safer product, including pasture grazing, herd testing, effective cleaning systems, refrigeration, and easier, significantly less expensive, more accessible, and more sophisticated milk and herd disease testing techniques, end of quote. Under the heading of USDA FDA Statistics. Based on data in a 2003 USDA FDA report, compared to raw milk, there are 515 times more illnesses from El Mono due to deli meats and 29 times more illness from El Mono due to pasteurized milk. On a per-serving basis, deli meats were 10 times more likely than raw milk to cause illness. Finally, under the heading of outbreaks due to pasteurized milk, Due to high-volume distribution and its comparative lack of antimicrobial components, pasteurized milk, when contaminated, has caused numerous widespread and serious outbreaks of illness, including a 1984-85 outbreak afflicting almost 200,000 people. In 2007, three people died in Massachusetts from illness caused by the contaminated pasteurized milk. Wise men honor the creation of God and cherish his endorsements. Carnal men, on the other hand, think they have a better way. Their ungodly counsel has shortened the lives of untold millions. A short list of examples of the horrors of their wisdom would be margarine and partially hydrogenated oils, sugar and sugar substitutes, refined grain products stripped of germ and bran, GM, genetically modified crops, their discrediting of eggs, butter, raw milk, etc. When God places his imprimatur on a product, the wise say yes. God said, Genesis chapter 18, verses 7 and 8, And Abraham ran unto the herd, and fetched a calf tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk, and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. God said, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 24, But I have said unto you, Ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it, a land that floweth with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, which have separated you from other people. God said, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14, I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it, and God doeth it that men should fear before him. God said, Proverbs chapter 35 and 6, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Man said, 
No animals except humans, for according to pseudoscience, man is an animal, drink milk after infancy. Milk is not good for you and dread the thought that one would consider consuming raw milk. Now you have the record.